Men are different than women, and when it comes to money, investing, and retirement, the differences are even more dramatic. Welcome to Woman's Worth with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. Jeanette is a best-selling author and a radio talk show host. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, and CNBC Television. Listen up, it's time for Woman's Worth. Welcome back to Woman's Worth Radio. I'm Angelia Savage, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. We're here each week talking about financial matters for women because we believe that you deserve an independent and worry-free retirement. At Women's Worth, it's more than the money. It's about total well-being. And today, we're going to jump right into our program onto a topic that has been getting a lot of press lately, and one that I'm sure is a topic of interest to all of you listening today. We're going to talk about Social Security. Yep, Social Security, it's a hot topic. And there's a lot of confusion about Social Security, though. So today, we're going to try to help you clarify some of the confusion or perhaps maybe answer some of your questions that you have. So today, let's get started, Jeanette, on Social Security. Okay, let's start with a very important statement that I want to make so everybody needs to listen up. The decision as to when to take your Social Security benefit is one of the most crucial retirement decisions you can make and could cost you tens of thousands of dollars. So you don't want to take the decision making process lightly. You need to think about Social Security as a pension from the government. You paid for it throughout your working years so you can collect it in retirement. And if you're married, you get two pension paychecks. So tell me, what's the most important factor in thinking about Social Security? I would say, Angelia, that the most important factor is the full retirement age. And let me elaborate because there's quite a bit of confusion in this area. Many of you might be thinking that full retirement age has something to do with when you retire. It doesn't. Your full retirement age is basically determined solely on your year of birth. The full retirement age ranges from, it could be 65 or it can go through 67. For instance, I was born in 1951, so my full retirement age is 66 years old. Anyone born 1960 or later, like maybe yourself, Angelia, the full retirement age is 67. Oh, that's very interesting. So I know my magic age, but I thought you could get your Social Security benefits at the age of 62. Am I wrong? Uh, No, you definitely can. But then claiming your benefit at 62, you end up getting a reduced benefit for the rest of your life. Remember, it's a government pension. The reduction between your full retirement age and 62 averages around 25%. And this is like taking your pension early before it's fully vested. With longevity in all of our favor, this might not be in your best interest. So I'd like to look at an example to give you a a clear picture. Okay. So let's use Sally as an example. Sally's benefit at full retirement age of 66 is 2,612, or it's a little over $31,000 a year. That's not bad for Sally, right? No, not at all. But if Sally wants to take her Social Security early, which is at her age 62, like you just suggested, applying that 25% early claiming strategy, Sally's reduced benefit would be 1959 a month or just a little over $23,000 a year. Now, that's a $7,836 reduction in a pension plan per year for a lifetime. I like that. That's, I mean, a vacation a year if you think about it. If you, a really good vacation if too. If you wait. Otherwise, you give up that vacation if you take it early. 
So in just one year, let's kind of, we know it's only 7,800 in one year, right? Mm-hmm. So let's kind of understand the impact across Sally's lifetime. Let's say Sally lives to 90 because at 62, she's healthy, she's active. Her life is totally in balance and she has a clear vision of what she wants out of her retirement. So that's, uh, if she lives to 90, that's 28 years of getting a reduced benefit. Or do you know what the total, let me do the quick calculation. It's over $200,000 of lost benefits. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. So before Sally can really make the claiming uh, benefit decision, when do I claim my benefit, we'll need to create a detailed plan to see how much money that Sally has saved for retirement to make up for the $200,000 potential loss. And nobody wants to lose that money. I want that money for vacations. That's what's important. That's $200,000 of lost funds for vacations or other lifestyle matters. Now, with skyrocketing health care costs during retirement, this $200,000 can be used to fund your out-of-pocket Medicare premiums, your co-pays, dental vision, or, you know, God forbid we need it, hearing. You have to think about when to take your Social Security in terms of your lifestyle and income needs for retirement. Now, I'm not suggesting that Sally needs to wait until her full retirement age to take benefits. I'm simply suggesting that Sally needs a fully integrated plan that takes into consideration a lot of other factors that are more critical to the claiming decision than just pure age. Yeah, absolutely. You know what, Jeanette, this is really helpful. This discussion is helping a lot of us, I mean, including myself. And we'll spend a little bit more time on it after the break, if that's okay. But before we break, what are some of the factors that should be considered when evaluating when to take that Social Security benefit? Well, some of the factors that every individual needs to include in the Social Security decision um, stem from, are you going to continue working part-time, full-time? You have to think about how healthy you are. What are your lifestyle costs? What type of assets will you be funding your lifestyle? Like, are you going to be using IRA assets? Are you going to be using cash? Do you have an employer pension plan? You also have to think about your tax situation with the sources of retirement income you're going to be using, because if you're going to be drawing down your IRAs, for instance, that has some tax implications. So you want to think about that. You also need to think about how will you fund healthcare premiums before age 65? And then after age 65, because healthcare costs are skyrocketing, especially for those premiums. Is that kind of the magic age, that 65? Well, that's when you get eligible for Medicare. So you're going to have to fund out of pocket until you get to that age 65. And if you're married, you want to ask yourself, what's the best way for each spouse to claim the benefits so you can optimize them? And then if you're widowed or divorced, whose earnings record are you going to claim off of? Widows can earn a social security benefit at age 60, but that may not be right for you. And it can go on and on, Angelia. But the bottom line is that you need a customized Social Security analysis that doesn't stand alone or is just an outlier report. It's a customized analysis that gives you the facts and the data looking at the various ways that you can claim your Social Security based on your specific life situation. Why would you want to leave tens of thousands of dollars on the table? 
You wouldn't. Otherwise, you're pretty much leaving your retirement dreams up for grabs. And most of us thinking about retirement never really thought about some of the longevity risks that we encounter. So with the knowledge now, it's critical that your retirement plan integrates the Social Security claiming decision in it. Put it all inside. That is so on target, Angelia. The power and protection is in a fully integrated plan that addresses all the retirement risks. Otherwise, you are leaving your retirement up for grabs. And at Woman's Worth, we know every individual and family planning for retirement needs a customized retirement income plan. You don't want to be taking chances with your future. So give us a call to help you achieve the retirement that you deserve. For just 10 callers today, we're going to give you a customized retirement income analysis at no cost or obligation. And understand something, this isn't a one-size-fits-all plan. It's customized specifically for you. And you'll get some of the most valuable information you need to plan for a secure retirement. And these are the types of things that you will receive in this complimentary report. You're going to get the cost of your retirement to make sure you don't outlive your money. How many of you really know what it's going to cost you to retire? We're going to give you a report that gives you the best way to claim your Social Security benefit because claiming Social Security, as we've talked about, is one of the most important decisions you can make, and we're going to customize that Social Security analysis for you. We're also going to help you understand what the impact of lost income What happens if you lose your spouse or your partner or your significant other? Or do you even know what it's going to cost you should one of you need long-term care? We'll provide you all this information in your customized retirement income analysis. And because we believe in a holistic approach to retirement planning, we'll have your legal documents reviewed to make sure they're compliant with today's estate laws. And we'll analyze your tax return to look for tax savings, not only today, but well into the future when you start using what I call those tax-infested IRAs. All this is totally complimentary if you're within five years of retirement and you've saved $200,000 for retirement. So be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your customized retirement income analysis. And that's a great offer and you can't be free and customized, which is the great way to guarantee that you won't run out of money before you run out of time. So be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your complimentary retirement income plan. The number to call for this free retirement income plan is 800 366 8022. That's 800-366-8022. So call us now to get this personalized and customized specifically for you retirement income plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. Well, this is a great time for a brief break for us and you won't want to miss our discussion when we come back because Jeanette will continue talking about social security claiming and holding on to your wealth. So while we're on break, Give us a call on 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. And we'll be right back. Hey, guys. Want to know what a woman's really thinking? Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio. Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, and she is the author of the book, Wise Up Women, Retirement Done Right, and her newest book, 
planning a purposeful life the secrets to longevity oh i love this book this is every secret we've always wanted to know about living long and healthy it is in your book and i am so excited it's finally out I know. I'm more excited than you are. It's been a <laughs> two and a half year birthing journey. Yes, I know. But you've interviewed some great people for that book. So, all right, well, let's move on today. We're going to talk about Social Security and how important it is to understand the value of this important retirement income benefit. We talked earlier in the show about claiming your benefit at 62 versus until you actually reach your full retirement benefit, which could be at least, you know, as late as 67. So let's continue talking about even delaying it longer, if possible, like to the age of, let's say, 70, since you hear a lot about delayed credits and those things. Let's talk about that. Okay, I like that. But let's continue using Sally as an example, since we're picking on her today. Okay, sure. We mentioned earlier that Sally's Social Security benefit at her full retirement age is 2612 monthly, or a little over $31,000 a year. Now, let's say that Sally has done a great job saving for her retirement and has most of her savings in IRAs, but let's say Sally needs about $65,000 after tax annually to live on during her retirement to fulfill her dream retirement. So if she were to claim her Social Security at her full retirement age of 66, she would need to withdraw the difference from her retirement accounts to net what she needs after she pays taxes, and then Sally will have to pay taxes on a portion of her Social Security benefit. Okay, wait a minute. You're saying taxes. Why is she paying taxes on her Social Security benefits? I'm glad you asked because there are lots of folks that don't think you pay taxes on Social Security because some or most of your Social Security benefit is taxed based on a formula which counts half of your Social Security benefit. It takes into consideration any IRA withdrawals, other sources of investment income or income out of annuities per se. There's no free ride with taxes on Social Security if you're supplementing the benefit with IRAs or other tax deferred assets to pay for your lifestyle. That's interesting information because you don't know that until you get there. You learn the hard way sometimes, the school of hard knocks. That's why planning is so critical. Absolutely, planning in advance. Okay, well, so now let's go back to why would Sally actually want to wait until 70 to claim her Social Security benefit? Well, based on Sally's unique situation, it could be a great tax planning strategy because if she waits until 70, she gets an 8% increase in her Social Security benefit every year she delays. That's what they call delayed credits. That's an 8% increase guaranteed by the federal government with no investment risk. This is a pretty good deal considering what most of you are getting from banks or from your investments. That's exactly what was going through my head. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what I was thinking. 2% yeah. on your money or 8%. I yeah. like that. Hold hold your benefits and get 8%. Now, even you have to think about this 8%. It's even growing with the cost of living increase because typically you get an annual cost of living social security adjustment. So I look at waiting for those delayed credits as longevity insurance. It's protection for the long haul, which is what many of us need since longevity is one of our greatest risks to retirement. Okay, but then Jeanette, where would she actually get the money to fund her lifestyle if she waits to claim her Social Security benefits at the age of 70 to get that higher benefit? Now, this is where income distribution planning comes in, Angelia, and requires a customized plan for each and every retiree. Most of you retiring are leaving the workforce, haven't saved the majority of your nest egg and those lovely tax-deferred accounts, those 401ks, 403bs, IRAs. 
Because of this, tax planning is a key component of the Social Security claiming decision. With Sally, since all of her savings are in IRAs, it makes more sense for her to begin spending down her IRAs before the magical age of 70 and a half when you have to start using those IRA assets, but you're on IRS's distribution plan. And then she can defer her Social Security, allow it to grow at 8% a year. Then she can activate her Social Security benefit, and when she's required to take those minimum distributions, then she would have less IRA assets to take the minimum distributions. She'd have to pull fewer assets out because she's getting a higher Social Security benefit. And then we can consider Roth conversions for Sally for some of her financial assets. The bottom line is that we need to manage taxes during retirement to keep more of your money in your pocket. And the Social Security claiming decision needs to be considered in the context of not only an income need, but a tax saving strategy. So Jeanette, you continue to espouse integrated planning, which is the cornerstone of your retirement lifestyle protection planning process that the team of Women's Worth is so skilled at customizing. Can you offer some other ideas or suggestions to our listeners today on how you can maximize that Social Security benefit? I don't want to leave anyone thinking I am suggesting everyone delays their Social Security benefit. There are reasons for claiming your Social Security benefit early. It makes sense to claim Social Security at age 62 if you're not healthy, if you don't expect to live long, or you need money because of life events that prevented you from saving enough money for retirement, and you're, or you're unable to work. There are good reasons to claim early, but then you still need to plan before making that benefit claiming decision. There could be other lifestyle strategies that need to be taken into consideration for those who don't have the financial resources to get them through retirement. That's a super helpful clarification. All right. Well, let's get back to your thoughts on maximizing your Social Security benefits. Well, let me talk about married beneficiaries because married beneficiaries can claim benefits on their own earnings record or choose to receive up to 50% of the amount based on their spouse's benefit at the full retirement age. The, the, the age is important when it comes to married couples or individuals who are wanting to claim off of a spouse. If the spouse claiming the spousal benefit hasn't reached full retirement age, their benefit's going to be less than 50%. That's why it's important. You need to plan for that. There are a couple key claiming strategies for married couples that no longer apply now. Yet there are still other considerations that allow couples to optimize their benefits by using what I call a tiered approach to claiming. You don't want to be using a one-size-fits-all claiming strategy if you are in a relationship and you're planning on claiming off of your spouses. Now, let me speak real fast to widows. You can claim a widow's benefit at 60 or even at 50 if you're totally disabled. And the amount of the benefit is based on your late spouse's benefit when he or she died. But if your spouse died before claiming Social Security, and this is what some widows don't understand, the benefit is going to be based on 100% of the amount due at your late spouse's full retirement age. So you get some benefit for that. So whether to claim off of your spouse's benefit or wait and claim on yours is yet another planning decision. But the good news is, there's always good news, if you remarry, it doesn't affect your survivor benefit as long as you're 60 or older when you remarry. And that's something important. Another point to consider is that if you expect to live a long time, it might make sense to take survivor benefits even if they're smaller than your own 
So your own benefit can continue growing. And once you reach 70, you can switch to your own benefit, which will have been growing with the delayed retirement credits. I need to hit replay and listen to all that again. You're supposed to be simplifying this for us. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And you know what? I do suggest you replay because we run a podcast of this. So it's on our Facebook page. It's on our Women's Worth website. So you want to keep re-listening to this because it's really important. And I know how complicated it is, but the only way to simplify it is to get a customized social security analysis based on your unique situation based on your own lifestyle and income needs, and based on your health and longevity projections. You don't want to go at it guessing. And at Woman's Worth, we know every individual in family planning for retirement needs a customized retirement income plan because you don't want to be taking chances with your future. So give us a call to help you achieve the retirement you deserve. For just 10 callers today, we're going to give you a customized retirement income analysis at no cost or obligation. And understand something, this isn't a one-size-fits-all plan. It's customized specifically for you. With this income analysis, you'll receive a report that gives you the cost of your retirement to make sure you don't outlive your money. We're also going to give you a deep understanding of the claiming strategies for your Social Security benefit because claiming Social Security could be one of the most important retirement decisions that you make. We're going to help you understand the impact of lost income if you lose your partner or your spouse, or even help you understand what is going to happen if you need long-term care, if you have to fund long-term care costs and you don't have any protection. We'll provide you all this information in your customized retirement income analysis. And because we believe in a holistic approach to retirement planning, We'll have your legal documents reviewed to make sure they're compliant with today's estate laws. And we'll analyze your tax return to look for tax savings, not only for today, but well into the future when you start using what I call those tax-infested IRAs. All this is totally complimentary if you're within five years of retirement and you've saved $200,000 for retirement. So be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your customized retirement income analysis. That's a great opportunity to meet with the experts of retirement income planning for women. So give us a call for this complimentary and most comprehensive retirement income plan to keep you on the road to financial independence and well-being. And when you schedule for a visit with the team at Women's Worth, we'll make sure that you get a copy of one of Jeanette's books called Wise Up Women or Retirement Done Right. And for just the next 10 callers on the show today who call 800-366-8022, that's 800-366-8022, we'll reserve a spot for this complimentary and totally customized retirement income plan. Again, the number to call is 800-366-8022. And we'll be right back with our Growing Boulder segment because we want you to grow bolder with Woman's Worth. Life is complicated. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues. The last thing you need when planning your financial future are confusing numbers and advisors who just offer you a sales pitch. We believe there's a simpler way to invest. Your financial plan should be built on a plan that's made just for you. 
It's all about discovering your goals and designing a strategy that will help you get all the way to and through retirement. And don't worry, we'll track your progress along the way. Stop wandering your way through your investing life. Come in for a visit today. To schedule an appointment, call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. A simpler way to invest. Call 800-366-8022. It's time to grow bolder here on Woman's Worth Radio. At Woman's Worth, we believe that age is an opportunity. That with the right kind of planning and a little bit of guidance, you'll be able to do things and accomplish things you never thought possible. Have you ever considered learning something new at 60? Like maybe taking up ice skating. How about still doing it at 77 years old? Or what about never having learned to read until college and then getting a master's degree? How many times have you thought, I'm too old to do that, or it's too late to follow that dream? I'm here to tell you it's never too late, as you'll discover in today's Growing Boulder segment. The woman you're about to meet had a conversation with her 95-year-old father that changed her life, and I think it'll change yours as well. We're going to hear about Connie Curry, who at 77 is a competitive figure skater. Now here's Mark Middleton and Bill Schaefer with our Growing Boulder segment. Bill Schaefer here with Mark Middleton on Growing Boulder. Have you ever felt like trying something only to stop yourself because you think, well, maybe you're too old or you don't have any experience at it? Well, I think you might be revisiting that thought after what you're about to hear. It's a woman who decided to try to ice skate (laughs) at the age of 60. Man, we love stories like this, and she must have liked it, Bill, because now 17 years later... She is taking the ice in national and international competitions. She represents the Peninsula Skating Club in San Francisco. So let's see what we can learn about life from the amazing 77-year-old pairs figure skater, Miss Connie Curry. Hey, Connie, how are you? Hi, how are you? Uh, man, I, I am great. I, I, I bet people ask you all the time, what is the matter with you? Nobody <laughs> learns to skate at the age of 60. In fact, people who have skated all their lives usually stop before they get to 60. Didn't anybody tell you that uh, trying to skate was a bad idea? No, nobody told me. <laughs> <laughs> so what led you to do it? What, what, what popped into your mind that made you think that this was something you wanted to do? what I was living with my uh, 95 year old father he was living with us and I asked him if he had any regrets in life and he told me his regrets and uh, then he looked at me right in the eye and said what are your regrets and I said oh I don't have any and he said sure you do and I started thinking and then I I remembered that I always wanted to learn how to figure skate and I wanted to wear a really pretty dress like I'd seen on TV. And he just looked at me and he said, well, what's stopping you? Why don't you go start tomorrow? Why don't you go rent some skates and go give it a try tomorrow? So do you, do you get that, folks? Connie, this is incredible. Your 95-year-old father inspired you to this. And, yes, he did. And, and now it's it's you at your age that, that are inspiring all kinds of people to think, you know what, I can do this too. 
Oh, I hope so. I, I hope so. That I feel so good when somebody tells me that, uh, you know, I, I watched you skate and I always wanted to play the, the guitar and now I'm going to pick it up and learn and it just makes me feel really good inside. You know, the other thing we love about this story, Connie, is we tell people all the time to get out there and, and try stuff and understand that you're not going to be good at it at first. Everybody fails initially and, and I'm guessing that you had to as well. You couldn't have been good the first time you hit the ice. Oh, no, absolutely not. But, uh, yeah, I tr- don't judge myself. I, I find as an adult that a lot of people judge themselves, and uh, that can really get you into trouble. You should just go out and play and try something new. And uh, I think that judgment is a big thing. I never did judge myself. Maybe I should have, but I, I didn't. Every little thing I learned, I was so excited that it was something new. Now, now Connie, I, I think we should point out here that skating isn't the first time you've tried something that you were told you could not do. Skating and is only a part of your incredible story. Is it true you never learned to read or to write until college? Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, I was born with albinism, which um, is a condition where there's a lack of pigment. You usually have poor vision. And um, back in those days, because I'm an oldie moldy, uh, they put kids in institutions then, and so I really never had an opportunity to even be learning. I was just so hungry to learn uh, by the time I got to college that um, I I begged them to give me a chance because, of course, I didn't really, uh, I wasn't able to qualify to get into college, but anyway, I went to St. Louis University and ended up with a master's degree, but I fell in love with learning and had to memorize everything, so when I heard a lecture, it was either get it the first time or don't get it, so I I really learned to use my memory and focus and um, got creative. I met a lot of kids that were in the honors program, and I'd say, hey, what was he talking about this morning, and they'd tell me, and then I'd get to hear it again so that's amazing were you always this this passionate about life were you always this this fearless the willing to take these kind of risk or is this something that you grew into well i i think i had very smart parents uh you know i was very shy when i was younger and i really didn't want to uh, walk out on the streets alone. I remember I was out the first time and I bumped into a parking meter and it really hurt me. It almost knocked me over. And I, I, I remember going back and crying and my mother saying, you get back out there and do it again. That's the time you need to do it again if you're scared because you need to get over that. So I think I had very wise parents that um, really encouraged me and um, pushed me to look at another side of fear. And here you are, Connie, learning all of the, you know, you're playing the banjo now, you know, you're trying an instrument, you know, you're doing things you never did before. Your life is opening up like a giant blossom. What is life like at 77? Yeah, it it is opening up, and and it's always been opening up. (laughs) Um, I also... um, run a balloon decorating business and been done that for 35 years and uh we're one of the oldest companies around i think in the united states because there weren't any balloons way back then so that's been a real adventure also i i never wanted my clients to know that i didn't see well so i i'd have somebody drive me around to the hotels and i would get on a lift and i'd go up to the ceiling and i would memorize what was up on the ceiling so then when i went to bid a job 
I could say, oh, yes, we can rig from this point and that point, but I had seen it ahead of time up on a lift. So um, I had to get very creative. Folks, are you getting this again? This is uh, Connie Curry, who took up ice skating at the age of 60. She's now 77. She couldn't read or write, and yet she got into college and ended up with a master's degree and became a principal. Uh, and, and Connie, I'm going to play the role of your 95-year-old father because you, you've, you, you've learned the beauty of, uh, of not living with regrets. Is there anything else that you want to, want to do that uh, you've not yet done? Do you have any regrets? You know what? I don't have regrets, but I want to keep growing and I want to keep paying attention to other people. And even though I'm learning the banjo, I, I love to play with other people. And if somebody comes in with less skills than I have, I like to uh, encourage them to get out there and try. There's a lot of fulfillment in that for me when I can bring somebody else along. And also a skater, like um, like somebody told me that they fell 10 years ago and they quit skating and they contacted me and I offered to go out and skate with them to get back on the ice. But I love, I love doing that kind of thing, just being part of other people's lives in any way that I can. And Connie, we like to uh, wrap up all of our interviews with this question. It's the most important of all because all of us have challenges in life. You have already told us that you've had more than most. So what can we learn from you on how to deal with them, how to face these challenges? What's the moral of the Connie Curry story? I think to trust, to trust yourself, to trust in the universe, to trust that... um, that you're going to be okay, whatever you do. And even if you fail, you're still okay. You don't have to succeed. You just have to get out there and try it and, and have joy in your heart when you do it. I, I feel so joyful when I skate. I don't want to sound like Pollyanna, but as soon as I get near the ice ring, I start feeling happy inside. And I know that I'm supposed to be there. Even if I fall, I take my falls like everybody else. I have usually two or three really hard falls a year. And uh, you just got to get up and, and keep doing it. Doing, I know what to tell you. Just follow, find out what you love to do and get out there and do it. Proving that if you think you're too old to try something you've always wanted to do, you are wrong. Our thanks to Connie Curry, who at 77 is a competitive figure skater at the international level. A woman who laced her skates up for the very first time at the age of 60. And Connie, thank you. That is what we call growing bold. You heard Connie talk about not judging yourself and her encouragement to try something new. Maybe it was her experience with her skin condition or the struggles she had with learning, but I'm so impressed with her attitude and her belief that nothing was outside of her grasp. And that's why I want you to believe in your own dreams. You heard Connie say it. Keep trying something new. And I know that you have something in your life that you've always dreamed about or would love to do. It doesn't have to be figure skating competitively like Connie. Just figure out what it is that your heart is telling you to do. And then let's make sure you have a financial plan that allows you to have the confidence and the trust that you can pursue your passion with purpose, predictability, and total well-being because it's more than the money. For the next 10 callers on the show today with $200,000 safe for retirement, we're going to give you a totally customized and complimentary lifetime income analysis 
that will allow you to retire with confidence as you pursue your passion. We'll look at what it'll cost you to pursue that passion, how much income you need for a lifetime of confidence, and we'll even look at your legal documents to make sure they're compliant with today's laws. We'll look at your portfolio to see how it's structured to keep your fees and costs down, to make sure you're properly diversified, and to produce income to pursue that passion, to protect your principal in good times and not so good times. All this totally customized for your life needs and complimentary for just 10 callers today with $200,000 safe for retirement. So give us a call at 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. And you're listening to Woman's Worth Radio, and we'll be right back. So stay with us for more great information on Woman's Worth Radio. When you said, I do, you made a commitment to each other for life. Between the bit about for better or worse and till death do us part, you probably weren't thinking about what that would look like 40 years later. Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio and learn how to best care for your loved ones in retirement. Welcome back to Woman's Worth Radio, the weekly show to help you prepare for a successful and dignified retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, and it's time now for our weekly email question. We get a lot of questions from our radio listeners and from men and women who attend our educational events, and we'd like to take a couple of those each week so that all of you can benefit from those answers to these questions, because I know I always learn a lot, so I'm sure you will too. All right, well, let's take our first question, and that's from Marcella in Orlando, Florida. Oh, Mickey Mouse world. And she has this simple question. She says, I am, I just inherited my aunt's IRA. What is the difference from this inherited IRA and my own IRA that I have? Can't I combine them? Oh my gosh, no. No, Marcella, no. Big fat no. You cannot combine them. When you inherit an IRA from a non-spouse decedent, or someone that passed away and you were the beneficiary of that IRA, you need to keep it as an inherited IRA and you must take distributions out of the inherited IRA annually. I know you want to get through a number of questions, Angelia, but I really think we need to spend some quality time on this. So I'd like to elaborate on inherited IRAs. All right. Okay. Well, just because I know how passionate you are about IRAs and taxes, I know also that you just got back from an advanced education program with Ed Slot. With one, he's one of the nation's foremost IRA planning experts. So I know you learned a lot from that. So roll with it, Jeanette. Okay, now you're going to have to stop me periodically in this because I am just passionate about using IRAs the right way. So for Marcella and all others who have inherited or will be inheriting assets, or for those of you who have a lot of IRA assets, and you may be leaving a legacy of IRA assets when you walk out on life, you need to listen up. Go grab your partner, your significant other, your spouse, and listen up. And grab a pen. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Because IRAs can be your best friends, or they can be IRS's best friends when used the wrong way. And that's what you want to protect against. When you inherit an IRA, it's important that you don't make any rash moves. Sometimes beneficiaries act too quickly and end up losing big tax breaks. And let me give you an example. If you inherit a large IRA from your father and you immediately take a distribution of all the funds, you will likely be faced with a large tax bill. 
Even worse news, you cannot undo the transaction once you realize it. Take your time to investigate all your options carefully before doing anything with the inherited IRA funds. You most likely will need to meet with a knowledgeable tax or financial advisor, someone who specializes with IRA tax planning to be sure you make all the right moves. So basically, you're saying you need to take your time and make sure that you don't make the wrong move too quickly because those taxes are going to eat you alive. Absolutely right. So let me move to the next point. And you may have a question about this because uh, you're my guinea pig, Angelia, because you're not as IRA proficient as I am. I am not. I have to go get my brains bashed in by Ed. It's okay. You can say I'm IRA ignorant. I'm fine with that. Okay. (laughs) I will learn from you. But (laughs) inherited IRAs are different. When you inherit an IRA, it's not the same as having your own IRA. There is special titling required. The custodian, these are the people who hold the IRA assets. They have to title the IRA in your name as a beneficiary of the deceased IRA owner. This tells IRS that this is an inherited IRA. And you may not move inherited IRA funds into an IRA titled in just your name. So titling is really, really important then. That's the key to getting that stretch and that tax protection. And we run, we run into this a lot of times just talking to people that they didn't have it titled correctly as a beneficiary. Exactly. And when that beneficiary is not on target, you may miss out on all of that. All the tax benefits, absolutely. The other thing we have to think about when it comes to uh, inherited IRAs is transfers are allowed. If you would like to move your inherited IRA to a new custodian, a new brokerage firm, it's very important that you do it the right way. You want to do a direct trustee to trustee transfer to an inherited IRA with the new custodian. Non-spouse beneficiaries cannot receive the funds. So it's not like you can get the funds and then do a rollover. That's a no-no in an inherited IRA. So it has to be a transfer trustee to trustee. Exactly. Good clarification. You're my Cliff's Notes version of my technical garbage. I'm here to summarize and make it simple. <laughs> simple, simple, it. simple. I love it. That's I'm like excellent. custodian. What is a custodian? Uh, good. I like it. <laughs> okay, like moving it. on to the next one. Um, RMDs, that's required minimum distributions are required. I don't care if you're a three-year-old beneficiary or a 30-year-old beneficiary or a 60-year-old beneficiary. You won't be able to hold on to your inherited IRA forever you'll be required to take what's called required minimum distributions. And this is true even for Roth IRAs if you inherit them, where RMDs are not required as long as the IRA owner is alive. You don't have to take distributions out of a Roth, but when you inherit a Roth and you're not a spouse, you have to take distribution. And failing to take an RMD, required minimum distribution, can result in a pretty serious tax penalty to the tune of, 50% penalty on every minimum distribution that isn't taken. Ouch, they can take 50% if you don't take the RMDs? Penalty plus they tax it. Wow. Oh, gosh. Okay, moving on. More pain. (laughs) You want to get the stretch. And let me explain what a stretch is. You'll be able to stretch required minimum distributions from your inherited IRA over your life expectancy. And that's a really cool way. It's one of the biggest tax breaks available from your inherited IRA, because you can allow it to continue to grow for years as you only withdraw the minimum distribution. But to be able to take advantage of this very important tax benefit, 
you must be named as a designated beneficiary on the IRA beneficiary designation form. If you're inheriting an IRA, let's say through an estate, because someone inappropriately named the trust as the beneficiary, you're out of luck. You can't use the stretch provision. So this is really all about planning in advance, because if you plan in advance with you in in your corner, really, then you can get that tax break. You can use that. And I love that. Use the stretch because you can stretch it out to get a tax break across your life expectancy. You can grow your wealth and you can manage taxes. It's a beautiful way to manage taxes and grow wealth. And that's what we all want to do. We all want to manage taxes for sure. Okay, well, moving on to one more point. Uncle Sam's share. The tax consequences of taking a distribution from an inherited IRA is going to depend on whether it's a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. So distributions from inherited traditional IRAs will be taxable unless the IRA owner had basis. That means after-tax funds in the IRA. On the other hand, distributions from a Roth IRA that are qualified distributions will be tax-free. So even though you have to take distributions out of an inherited Roth, it's still going to be tax-free. Any distribution from an inherited IRA will be subject to the 10% early distribution penalty, regardless of the age of the IRA owner or the beneficiary. That's because there's an exception to the penalty for IRA distributions due to death. So I know that's all complicated, but the bottom line is I can simplify all that jargon by saying you have to really understand what Uncle Sam's fair share is and what you're entitled to keep in your pocket by understanding the IRA distribution rules for inherited IRAs. Jeanette, that was all really helpful information. And there's so many of us that just don't know. We don't know because we haven't been there yet. So you've laid out the groundwork for so many people. So you know exactly what to do. But with that being said, you took the rest of the time. So let's squeeze in one more question quickly. But I want you to give a short answer if you can for this one, because I do want to get one more in really quickly. And this next question comes from Sandra in Orange Park, Florida. And she wants to know this. She says, I have saved most of my money in 401ks. And now I'm retiring. And I've been reading a lot about IRAs and want to consider a Roth conversion of some of my IRA savings. What's involved in a Roth conversion? Oh my gosh. Okay, real quickly. Uh, What's involved in a Roth is simply to recharacterize a traditional IRA or 401k to a Roth. And this is done with the person holding the IRA funds called the custodian sending a tax notice to IRS. You need to be thoughtful that you will pay ordinary income taxes on on the amount that you're converting to a Roth the year it's recharacterized, and you may pay more taxes on your current income. So before you make the Roth conversion decision, you'll want to create a plan to determine the cost, the benefit of a conversion, how much you need to convert, and when you plan on using the converted funds. So it's not as simple as paying taxes. It needs a plan. So really, it all depends. Your unique life situation depends, depends, depends. Yeah, it depends. You're absolutely right. Retirement is not the time to make decisions based on gut feelings or your intuition. And at Woman's Worth, we know every individual and family planning for retirement needs a customized and tax-efficient retirement income plan because you don't want to be taking chances with your future. So give us a call. For just 10 callers today, we're going to give you a customized retirement income analysis at no cost or obligation. And this isn't a one-size-fits-all plan. It's customized 
for you based on your unique goals. And here's what you'll get with your income analysis. You'll get a report that gives you the cost of your retirement to make sure you don't outlive your money. We're going to be giving you claiming strategies for your Social Security benefit because it can be one of the most important retirement decisions you make. So you'll get a customized Social Security analysis. We're going to help you understand the impact of lost income because how many of you really know what losing a source of income is going to cost you during your retirement journey? Or how many of you know what the cost of long-term care is going to be during your retirement journey? We're going to provide you all this information in your income analysis. And because we believe in a holistic approach to retirement planning, we'll have your legal documents reviewed. We want to make sure they're compliant with today's estate laws. And we're going to analyze your tax return to look for tax savings, not only today, but well into the future when you start using all those, what I call, tax-infested IRAs. All this is totally complimentary if you're within five years of retirement and you've saved $200,000. So be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your customized retirement income analysis. And that's a great offer, and you can't beat free and customized, which is the perfect way to guarantee that you won't run out of money before you run out of time. So be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your complimentary retirement income plan. The number to call for this free retirement income plan is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. Call us now to get this personalized and customized retirement income plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. Thanks so much for listening to Women's Worth Radio today. We hope you have learned a lot about how to prepare for retirement. We'll see you right here next week on Women's Worth Radio. Money management is provided by Payne Capital Management, LLC. PCM is an SEC registered advisor located in New York, New York. Information provided on today's show is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of product futures and costs, Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they're taken.